Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Director Lester Ong determined to keep the Filipino action genre. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Alive and kicking by Christina Alpad. Filipinos who grew up watching local action TV series or films in the 1980s or 1990s should still recall how the good guys and bad guys defy the laws of gravity and physics. Dodging a hail of bullets, surviving a fall from a sky-high building, and, let's not forget, how they could fire that magical bullet that can kill in multiple directions all at once. Ludicrous as these scenes may seem today, they made for powerful action sequences during the genre's heyday. Sadly for fans of bloody fistfights, the deafening ratatat of bullets, and so on, the once-dominant genre soon faded on the silver screen. Over three decades later, observers of Philippine cinema still have differing theories of why action lost its once-compelling draw when such titles as The King of Philippine Action, The Bad Boy of Philippine Films, Ang Pondi, and Ajimat are still proudly attributed to actors today. Some believe that the end of the genre's reign had to do with action legends growing old and retiring. Others insist that new action stars can be developed, citing rehashed plots as the culprit to audience disinterest. Lately in the 2020s, though, it seems that there is a resurgence of action projects in entertainment with TV giants ABS-CBN and GMA Network producing such titles as Coco Martin's Batang Kayapo, Richard Gutierrez is the Ironheart and Ruru Madrid's Lalong prominently placed in primetime lineups. Even streaming giants have been producing more Filipino action movies, like Prime Video's One Good Day starring Ian Veneracion and Netflix's Maria. With action's comeback definitely more interesting to discuss rather than its sudden demise, the Sunday Times magazine sought noted series director Lester Ong, the maestro behind the highly successful run of the Ironheart and One Good Day, to explain the encouraging phenomenon. Formally trained in filmmaking, Ong excitedly credits improvements in the genre's production process, the wonder of technology, and the willingness of studio bosses to give action another chance. Moreover, the advent of on-demand viewing, which has resulted in endless entertainment options for audiences, requires the void to be filled, thereby reminding viewers that war movies, gangster flicks, 
and revenge story shows are just as entertaining as comedy, drama, romance and superhero blockbusters. A long-time fan of the genre, Ong cannot be happier for the opportunity to become an action filmmaker as he had always wanted to be, and one who has the figures to prove that the neglected art form is finally back in business. The Iron Heart achieved its highest concurrent YouTube viewership of 314,000 just last month, the hopeful director impressively imparted. This figure doesn't even include viewers from other online platforms and traditional TV where the show currently airs. It may have taken decades for the resurgence to come, but Ong strongly believes Philippine action is well on its way to conquer every screen size and platform from here on. In this interview with the creative visionary, Ong details the evolved production process, directorial approach, and quality of storytelling that are sure to keep the action genre alive and kicking in Philippine entertainment. Can you describe your journey in directing action shows? How did you start your career? I learned martial arts, wushu, at the age of eight. It's also known as kung fu. I grew up in Binondo, in Chinatown. As a Filipino Chinese, it's very common for us to study the Chinese culture. And then I became a national team member when I was 14 and I competed representing the Philippines for 10 years. I became a world champion before and then I became an Asian champion and got medals for the Philippines. Because of that, I became connected with other martial artists from different parts of the world and many of them, after finishing their career as martial artists, went into show business. Some became actors, some stuntmen. Initially, I became a stuntman and then I became an action choreographer. I worked with a lot of Chinese filmmakers. That's where I learned the art of action filmmaking. I used to work with Singaporean and Hong Kong productions and then there's a lot of foreign filmmakers, mostly Japanese, coming over shooting films in the Philippines during the 90s. I started early, at the age of 22 or 23 I became a stuntman. From there, I became an action choreographer, an acting director, until finally I became a director. I became a full-fledged action director via the TV show La Luna Sangre in 2017. Then I did Bagani. This was followed by the action series, One Good Day, which I also produced with my partners at Studio 360. It starred Ian Veneracion and it was streamed on Prime Video. Besides being a director, you are also a successful restaurateur, he is the man behind RBX, QQ Ramen 99, Dean and DeLuca and Wang Fu. Do you take your business acumen in directing and producing action series? How is one passion beneficial to the other? I realize that when it comes to directing, I have an advantage of being a business executive. My discipline and my strategy and management become an advantage because as a director, you have to manage the set and the resources of your producers. That's one thing I can bring to the table, I can make our resources, our technique, and our whole set very efficient. We can move like a well-oiled machine. On the other hand, as a businessman, we're used to telling stories as a director. So, the way I market my products, I go to the emotion of the people, what will bring them happiness? I always say, when I design a restaurant, my goal is to make people happy, not just satisfied with the food. It's about creating a complete experience, from the culinary delights and music to the visual aesthetics and service offered. I got that consciousness, awareness if you will, from being a director. It's been a while since we've seen action genre dominated prime time, with your series Iron Heart and Coco Martin's Batang Kayapo occupying prime slots on weeknights. 
Do you think this signifies that action, as a genre, is alive again? Yes, it's very much alive again. Cause if you notice, not only is this in ABS-CBN. GMA also has action playing on their prime time. They had Lalong and now Voltus V run in their prime time. Many of them, directors, are my friends too, we complement each other. Of course, there's friendly competition and it elevates the quality of our work. But all in all I'd say action is alive and it's good. How do you define modern action series or films? There's a thing not known to people outside that industry, action design. It's designed based on the character, the narrative, and movement style. They should be careful studied and sewn together to make one smooth product. All of those, when you're done conceptualizing, you'll design that with your cinematographer, lighting, camera movements, editing, and including production design. It's a whole complex ecosystem that work together to come up with a quality product. Whereas before, if we have fight scenes, there would be a choreographer and there would be two cameras set opposite each other then the actors would do fist fight in the middle. And then they'd just hope the post-production, editors, can make a good cut out of it. Today, we design everything from the beginning, from the narrative, lighting, camera angles, editing, production design, including costume design. So it's the whole complex system of workflow. Having said that, would it be correct to assume that the same complex ecosystem is what hinders producers to go for action genre? We brought our knowledge from overseas, working with other foreign production and adapted that. We cannot work like Hollywood because we don't have the Hollywood budget. Our system is more similar to Hong Kong style action that was really successful during the 80s and 90s. It's the other way around for Hollywood, they were the ones who studied action in Hong Kong which they now do in the likes of Avenger, John Wick. So when it comes to action, it's the Asians who taught Hollywood. Hong Kong budget is low budget so it will work better for us, Filipinos, if the workflow pattern we follow is that of our neighbor. You seem to be really optimistic with the state of action genre in the Philippines. Would you say that given the expertise you exemplify and the system you've been putting, action series and movies from the Philippines will soon be able to compete with foreign works? Being the businessman in me, I always tell people that we cannot demand for a bigger budget if our market is not expanding. We need to have bigger viewership. Now, how can we do this, to start with, in the local industry? We have no choice but to improve our quality. Everything's a flick of a finger away. Unlike before that the audience had to choose, at least on television. Now you have YouTube and streaming platforms and people can switch what they're watching in a jiffy. It's like in business, you need to have a bigger customer base before a bigger budget or else it's always a negative business proposition. Show business is business after all, producers must make money. If we can attract foreign audience as well, like Indonesia and Malaysia, that would expedite our goal. In the two decades since you started in the industry, how has the action genre changed? I'm very thankful with ABS-CBN that they gave chance to action again. They always believed in what I've been talking about. It's really difficulty. Before, when I was a choreographer, no matter how complex my choreography was, if the camera is just standing there in its tripod, you won't be able to properly execute that choreography. Little by little, I was able to train cameramen, stuntmen. Before, stuntmen couldn't execute what we have in mind. 
So what we did was stuntmen and with their perseverance, they learned. When we moved to training cameramen, then editors, choreographers, until we were able to train all the involved talents. It took us 20 years to do it, so hopefully we're already on our way there. What is your dream or vision for action genre? I hope we can create good action productions continuously, non-stop because repetition creates mastery. We were given the opportunity to do this for one whole year in Iron Heart, the repetitions and intentions of excellence that we push here. The whole production team has improved a lot, not only the directors. So, my dream is to be able to do this non-stop, and eventually, we'll get to the destination we're all hoping to get to.